Welcome to AV Plus, the podcast from Commercial Integrator. I'm Adam Forzigati, the senior web editor here at CI. This week, we're taking another break from coronavirus-related stories to check in on a category that we've seen grow every year in our state of the industry research, and that is sound masking. We'll chat with David Smith over at Lencore about the state of sound masking in 2020 and how integrators can take advantage of current needs. But first, let's hear some of this week's AV News to Know. First, there's yet another product that offers touch-free temperature taking. Mimo Monitors says their solution is ideal for entrances to grocery stores or office buildings and schools and assisted living facilities. The display integrates a medical-grade temperature sensor and is available in a wall mount or standing floor kiosks. Matrox recently announced a private wide area network support for their XDO3 KVM extenders. The new mode allows organizations to introduce new remote work infrastructure with access and control features for remote offices. And then Bosch Communications has announced its summer showcase. This is a series of professional and audio and communications webinars covering product solutions from Bosch, Dynacord, RTS, and Electrovoice. For more information on any of these, visit our website, commercialintegrator.com. Okay, radio voice over. Let's get back to the show. Here's my conversation with David Smith at Lencore. So, David, sound masking is a technology found in some of the AV industry's most common vertical markets. What growth have you seen in the category recently? Adam, we've seen we've seen tremendous growth over the past few years. You know, up until essentially you know COVID nineteen hit, we were experiencing double digit growth uh, in a variety of different verticals. Uh, you know, in the industry, um, you see some design trends that you know, really have taken place over, you know, the past four or five years as people are moving into more, you know, open office, you know, collaborative type of environments. And that's created some some noise concerns um, for people from speech privacy to, you know, a comfortable work environment. And so there's really been sort of an increase in need for sound masking in, in terms of those types of applications. Um, not to mention when you start looking at some of the other, you know, verticals that might be out there like healthcare. Uh, there's opportunities within, you know, creating uh, not just speech privacy from a HIPAA perspective, um, but really when it comes to HCAPs or, you know, that's a that's a essentially a patient uh, satisfaction survey um, that, that mandates uh, federal funding. Um, you know, sound masking can play a role in terms of creating a comfortable, you know, night sleep, uh, which is one of the more critical areas within healthcare. Um, what makes this type of technology so valuable for you know integrators customers? Why would they want to invest in this? So the integrator really has the opportunity to add value to their customers just by noticing you know some of the uh, environments that their customers are providing to their you know employees or building occupants. Um, if they have a, a noisy area again, as I mentioned before, sort of this open collaborative space, which you know, might seem functionally designed, you know, the, the proper way, um, especially as people are, you know, introducing new features such as daylighting, hard materials, you know, like reclaimed woods and metals and glass. They're eliminating a lot of these other um, types of, you know, sound control devices, you know, fabrics and soft materials. Um, and, and really, we're not building to the deck anymore from a cost standpoint. And so one of the last ways to control noise within that space is, is by providing sound masking to the environment. And so this is, a, this is an easy benefit that the integrator can provide to their customers to not just create speech privacy within 
that environment, but also to improve the overall comfort of the space. And so if you have a well-designed um, and well-tuned you know, and balanced system, um, you know, again, the, the integrator just continues to add more value by putting sound masking as, a, as another tool into their tool belt. And so we've talked about how sound masking can benefit clients, um, but, but what benefits and sort of sales points would you say does this technology pose to integration firms? You know, in what ways can integration firms sort of capitalize on these advantages, uh, especially when it comes to their conversations with clients about adopting it? Let's start with the adoption of, of you know, masking as a solution for the integrator first. Um, you know, what, what needs to be clearly recognized is that, you know, design and installation are very simple in terms of the systems that exist on the market today. And, and so adopting that as their, as, you know, again, a, a tool within their own tool belt, you know, makes a lot of sense. They're already in the facilities, they're in the spaces where, um, you know, these applications would be installed. Um, they're integrating with the technologies that exist within buildings themselves. And so when you have, you know, this type of technology, it becomes a very easy sort of add-on, you know, um, opportunity, which, uh, again, puts money in their pocket and, and really helps them build their business. And, you know, the pitch or the way to, to approach the customers that, you know, they have the ability to influence uh, and create more value within those, those office or, or work environments by really um, providing, you know, the benefits of what sound masking delivers. And so when you step back from sound masking, you know, really the overall intent or what people mostly think about is that it provides speech privacy, uh, which in fact it does. And so if you raise the ambient background level within you know, an office environment, what you're trying to do is, is cover or mask indirect speech. Uh, and there's a certain decibel level that you want to reach in order to, to make sure that happens. So providing speech privacy is one thing, but you can then even further foster that value by, by you know, helping to make those environments more comfortable. And that's really where the quality of the sound comes from. And so if you can produce you know, high quality, comfortable sound that people can, you know, be, um, you know, delivering their value, which is their work, you know, for their uh, employer, um, you know, as well as make them feel that they're with an environment where they can either do heads down work, they can do their, um, you know, their collaborative uh, engagement um, and still produce, you know, ultimately you get productivity out of those employees. And that ultimately is, is the goal you want to reach. And so that's really the value that, you know, the integrator can bring and present to their customers. How else can integration firms sort of branch out into this space? Have you heard from any of your installer partners about what made their particular projects successful with clients? Integrators can, can very easily, you know, branch out and begin adopting this technology, you know, whether it's a, a small size project, um, you know, to, to millions of square feet. You know, obviously we would want to make sure that they're set up for, you know, a position of success. And, and, you know, most sound masking companies are going to help with the design side, you know, making sure that there are flow diagrams and wiring diagrams for system setup, um, all the way from selection of the products, you know, down to, you know, technical support, you know, in the field. And it's really finding the right partner to engage with in order to make sure that they feel comfortable and have that support behind them when it comes to, you know, these various different projects. And so when we really look at, you know, those applications and, and sort of started this conversation this way, you know, um, you're going to traditionally see it within that corporate office environment or, again, those um, 
those financial institutions that are really looking to make sure that they ensure speech privacy uh, and comfort within their space. But, you know, there are a lot of other, you know, applications. There are call centers, there's healthcare facilities, um, there are institutional applications. And so, again, my recommendation is that if you haven't been in the space, you know, sort of evaluate, you know, either the, the uh, project opportunities that might be there or start with, you know, a smaller application instead of doing four floors, maybe start with, you know, one floor or a section of that floor so that you can feel comfortable with the process as well as the way that, you know, the products are uh, installed and then tuned and balanced. When we think about sound masking, we often think about, you know, white noise in offices, but the technology also applies to healthcare spaces where that intent is, you know, more to add privacy or to induce sort of a calming atmosphere for patients in an otherwise noisy environment. How important is it for hospitals to have access to this kind of technology, especially considering HIPAA laws and, and the fact that hospitals are seeing you know, more and more occupants? So uh, they're absolutely important. And, and you really touched on, on one of three different aspects that I associate with sound masking in healthcare environments, uh, and that's HIPAA. And so for, for those who don't know, HIPAA is the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act which was essentially launched in 1996. And, and the intention behind it at the time was, you know, really to ensure patient uh, information was, was secure. And, and that was mostly in, in sort of a digital format. Um, but it does include, you know, oral communication um, as it relates to, to patient uh, health information. So, uh, you know, sound masking plays directly into that. The, the intention or the, or the full benefit of why people put a sound masking system in place is essentially to create speech privacy. You raise the ambient background level up above essentially indirect speech levels. Therefore, those become uh, less intelligible, less distracting, and, um, and therefore, you know, you're able to create that speech privacy uh, when you're having a direct conversation with somebody. The other two areas of opportunity that exist um, for sound masking within healthcare environments is uh, uh, comfort from an HCAPS perspective, which essentially is a, a patient satisfaction survey uh, for patients that exit a hospital. Uh, and then uh, thirdly, it's really from a safety aspect. And so, you know, sound masking needs to have the ability to uh, shut off uh, in the event of an emergency in order to, to really create uh, a more intelligible message to, to building occupants in order to to direct them to safety. Hospitals are sort of infamous for being, you know, so noisy that patients have a hard time sleeping. You were sort of referring to that just now. How can sound masking help with that specifically? So absolutely. The, you know, the intention behind, you know, whether it's a healthcare application, a, you know, minute clinic, a doctor's office, a dentist's office is to make sure that they are providing a sterile environment um, and so a lot of the surface decisions that are made from a design standpoint um, are, are based on the fact that they need to be cleaned easily and readily. Uh, and therefore, you know, they tend to be a lot of hard surfaces, whether they're metals, plastics, th those types of applications. Unfortunately, those surfaces create um, reverberation within spaces and don't absorb noise and therefore creates a, a more noisy environment. And so, you know, when you look at What's happening uh, within the HCAPS uh, perspective, which essentially, as I mentioned before, is a, is a patient satisfaction survey. The uh, second to worst performing question out of the 27 questions that this uh, uh, patient satisfaction survey asked um, is how was essentially your quiet night rest? 
And again, if you have these noisy surfaces within these environments, if you have you know, conversations happening in hallways, um, if you have them happening between exam rooms, um, you know, you're, you're, you're bouncing a lot of noise around those spaces. And so sound masking provides a, uh, not just that speech privacy, uh, but it also has the ability to provide more comfort within that uh, environment, which will directly impact those HCAP scores. Um, you know, there are studies out there that are, you know, essentially furnished by Press Ganey um, that have proven out that when you introduce sound masking into, you know, patient recovery rooms, you know, those HCAP scores go through the roof, um, you know, based on previous um, uh, test results that show, you know, their, their overall comfort night's sleep uh, dramatically improves. And that's because essentially you're, you're creating a more comfortable environment when you introduce sound masking into those types of spaces. And so, you know, a lot of these um, uh, hospitals or other um, medical facilities rely on federal funding and they have to show overall improvement within those HCAP scores in order to justify getting those additional funds. And so, again, when you look at what sound masking can do, it is really being adopted within those types of applications because of that comfort we can achieve uh, within those spaces. Uh, there's also a safety element at play here. So where local and, and federal regulations mandate that all ambient background sound needs to like shut off in case there's an emergency, how can healthcare facilities use sound masking and you know similar technology, related technology, to address those regulations? Absolutely. And you know, if you're working with you know any type of uh, healthcare application, they're going to be very concerned about uh, ensuring they're up to essentially the latest uh, building codes um, or ADA standards, which applies directly to what you just mentioned, which is ambient background noise. And so um, if you look at the uh, fire alarm and signaling code, which is NFPA 72, um, in there it talks directly about the ability to deliver an intelligible message in the event of an emergency. And if you think about sound masking, you know, the, the intention behind it is to essentially create speech unintelligibility within that uh, environment. So what we do is we raise that ambient background noise level up so that, you know, those discussions around us are less intelligible and less distracting. Well, if you're in the middle of an emergency, you're going to want to shut off any of that ambient background sound. And it's not just sound masking, it's all other types of environments, you know, such as uh, waterfalls and lobbies, you know, that type of application where you know, the message that's being driven um, from the life safety system or the fire alarm system, you know, um, is garbled. And so the intention, again, is to shut off, you know, any of that sound masking or any of those ambient noises in order to ensure that the recipients, and in this case, it would be the medical staff, um, you know, receives an intelligible message so that they can take those patients, you know, to safe applications or, or safe areas, excuse me. You know, there's certain regulations or requirements as it relates to UL um, in order to meet their standard, which is 2572, which allows you to interface um, with a fire alarm control panel or a life safety system so that if those events were to occur, those systems would shut off. And again, when you're talking about these healthcare type of applications, they're going to want to ensure that they're up to code. Lastly, we're seeing mobile healthcare facilities pop up around the country right now and around the world, actually, uh, in response to COVID-19. Uh, is there a way for this technology to impact those small-scale kinds of operations as well? Absolutely. And, and so I'm, I'm glad you raised this point. 
the uh, we've seen, you know, just outside of Chicago, the McCormick Center, uh, which is a convention center, uh, did just that. They essentially created a, a pop-up uh, healthcare facility or hospital. Uh, we saw the Javits Center, you know, in, in New York. Uh, we heard uh, Cuomo talking about, you know, that facility and, and being able to, you know, direct, you know, COVID patients to, um, to, the, to the right place in order to allow them to receive treatment and not infect, you know, others. And, and if you look at the designs of how they created these pop-up facilities, you know, essentially they created one patient room, you know, next to the other, and they were almost interconnected um, like a puzzle. And so, um, you know, there are, you know, single, you know, applications that, you know, can be provided in that type of application in order to, uh, again, ensure both not just speech privacy, which would be the intention. And, and obviously when you're in, you know, close proximity to someone, you know, you're going to want to ensure any conversations are, are kept confidential, you know, but also to create that comfortable environment because when you're, when you're in a large open convention center and there's, there's really no way to control that noise. It can be can be a little overwhelming and a little overpowerful when it comes to you know being comfortable within those environments. Thank you very much for your time today, David. If our audience is interested in learning more about you know how LenCore can specifically help with these solutions, how can they get in touch with you? Absolutely. The the easiest way is to visit LenCore.com. That's L-E-N-C-O-R-E.com. Um, or feel free to call the main line, uh, which is five one six. 682-9292 and uh, we will definitely have somebody direct you know your specific call to uh, to the appropriate person and, and make sure that you can learn more become educated and become a partner of Lencore.